Welcome to That's Good Sports. I am Brandon. Thursday night football was exactly what we thought it would be, Perna. The Chiefs, well, they are who we thought they were, if I can borrow some words from a greater man than I. And, and even though Texans running back David Johnson finished with 77 rushing yards, 32 receiving yards, and a touchdown, it was clear Houston really missed D-Hop in the passing game. Sherlock Mahomes is still the lead detective, and Watson is just his lovable sidekick as Casey routed Houston 34-20 in a game that was far less close than that score suggests. Today, I will give you my big takeaways from the first game of the NFL season, provide insight like you have never seen before, and present my X-Factors for the Broncos-Titans upcoming game. Again, the Broncos' full prediction episodes will be on my second YouTube channel, That's Good Broncos, so subscribe there if you want those. Every Saturday morning, I will be dropping those there. Let's talk Chiefs-Texans. Let's get it, sports. Now, I personally would never mess with a dude who shows up to a football stadium in this outfit. If you're going to arrive at an NFL game dressed like a man trying to lure children into his bed, you better catch more than one pass for six yards, McColl, soft man. Charmin Soft is your new nickname. Did he lose a bet? I know he dresses uniquely. Uh, he did it last year, but going from the Fresh Prince uh, or a fighter pilot to a mom with the secret opioid addiction is baffling. The last time Andy Reid was yelling this closely at a glass shield was when they ran out of mashed potatoes at Hometown Buffet. Finally, we get the POV from the buffet. We see what the buffet sees when Andy Reid is angry. Now once the Chiefs established a big enough lead in this game, Andy Reid turned into Iron Man and just flew the hell out of the stadium. Oddly, Reed hates the Iron Man movies. His top films, of course, are Man in the Iron Mask, The Mask of Zorro, and The Mask. Those are literally the only notable movie titles with mask in them. I dare you to find another. The only question that remains is who would win in a meme off now? Foggy Face Mask Reed or Scooter Elway? Johnny John George! The Texans used both Duke and David Johnson. If you've got two Johnsons continually trying to penetrate a single unit unwilling to bend, someone's going to get hurt. And that's exactly what happened to Duke Johnson when the Johnsons crossed swords in a moment of confusion. David Johnson did score the first touchdown of the 2020 football season, but keeping in theme here, it was actually J.J. Watt who stepped in for the injured Johnson to go backdoor on the guys. AJ Watt is, he goes backdoor on you. And what that means is generally when- If Joe Thomas is laughing about this, it's okay for all of us to laugh. And I had to put it in the episode. This was Roger Goodell at the most exciting point in the game, doing a great job at proving he is still a huge American football fan. Okay, number one, American ball. Okay with me, Goodell. Uh, if you can pinpoint what accent that is in the comments, uh, I will 
I would be surprised. Demarcus Robinson dropped two passes in the end zone for the Chiefs before Mahomes decided to never throw to him again and just went back to his bread and butter of Kelsey, Watkins, and Hill. Mahomes threw three tutties and became the fastest quarterback to get to 77 touchdown passes. Uh, and it's safe to say that Demarcus Robinson now leads the league in drop touchdown passes. Mahomes and Watson met on the sideline where they practically Frenched each other in front of all of us. And I applaud Chiefs fans for not booing that. They may be tired of hearing messages about equality and unity, but they're no homophobes, and at least that's something. However, the controversy didn't end there, as Skip Bayless said real quarterbacks never show affection for one another and should be completely devoid of human emotions at all times if they want to be real leaders. Now here are my big takeaways from this game, and they are big. The Texans are still great at scoring against the Chiefs early and then playing horribly for two and a half quarters and then scoring a couple garbage time touchdowns so people just looking at the box score don't know how bad the ass beating they just endured truly was. Clyde Edwards Hilaire, Clyde the Glide, lived up to the hype. He broke the 100-yard rushing mark early in the third quarter and finished with 138 yards and 5.5 yards per carry. The Chiefs, with a reliable, consistent running game, is a scary thought. But it will probably keep Mahomes from throwing 50 touchdowns this season, so a silver lining. Uh, Clyde's going to have a tremendous rookie season. But the bigger question may be, is the Texans' defense putrid? Will and I predicted they would be bad in our Patreon prediction episode, and they just might be even worse than we thought. Since Mahomes took over as the starter, uh, the 25 carries that Clyde received and the 138 rushing yards were the most by any KC running back. It's the most rookie rushing yards for a KC back on his debut since Kareem Hunt. So not that impressive because that was just a couple years ago and Hunt uh, had 10 more yards on six less carries against a much better Patriots team in 2017. Plus, Hunt scored two receiving touchdowns in addition to a rushing touchdown. From Priest Holmes to Larry the Cable Guy Johnson to Jamal Charles to Hunt to Hilaire, the Chiefs have a fucking knack for finding talented backs. The Chiefs used the run game to eat clock and wear down the Texans in the first half, something we're not really used to seeing from that KC offense. Andy Reid probably used the extra time he had not planning for preseason games to design great goal line plays like this. Reid split out his fullback and a blocking tight end wide so they could block the way for Sammy Watkins after a quick effortless throw my daughter will be able to make by age three goes in for the touchdown. Reid's doing exactly what Bill Belichick did for Tom Brady, making the game incredibly easy for Patrick Mahomes which is unfair. It's like giving a drunk a lifetime free pass for Uber and Lyft. Now, no matter how many sacks he avoids, Deshaun Watson will struggle to get wins against good competition because he has next to no help. The second best player on the Texans roster might actually be David Johnson. He was more impactful in this game than J.J. Watt was, that's for sure. The Texans' offensive line is still bad, which sucks for Watson, and his defense dropped an interception, and also had an interception negated by an unnecessary penalty. Jacob Martin was the only Texan to notch a sack 
on their way to giving up 34 points. Now Deshaun Watson has earned the nickname The Magician, but he's got the kind of magician assistance that might get him killed when they forget how to put him back together again after cutting him in half. Chris Jones finished the game with one and a half sacks, four total sacks for KC, while the Texans' defensive line looked like it desperately missed DJ Reader. Proving literacy is very important, as is paying your really good players. The Chiefs did lose corner uh, Charvarius Ward, who suffered a broken hand. He has to get hand surgery this week, but he may not miss that much time if he can play with the cast. DeAndre Hopkins tweeted this during the game, grateful. That's all he tweeted, just grateful. And many thought he was throwing shade at Houston, especially this guy who called him a spiteful millennial. <laughs> a spiteful millennial. Can't a guy just be grateful while the team that traded him gets humiliated on national TV for completely other reasons anymore? God, maybe he's just happy to be in a dry heat instead of that swamp city you call Houston. Or maybe he's watching the Umbrella Academy and is surprised there's actually a fresh and artistic take in the superhero genre. At least that's what I've been doing at two in the morning when feeding my newborn. Now as promised, I have the X factors that could swing the Broncos Titans game in any direction. Maybe I should call it the Big Dick Swingers. The Big Dick Swings. That seems a bit more on brand. So if you want that full episode, again, go to That's Good Broncos right here on the YouTube. Now it's time for the X Factors, things that could swing this game based solely on my imagination. I mentioned AJ Brown, but I also think tight end Johnny Smith could be a mismatch for the Broncos. Ryan Tannehill started targeting Smith much more frequently once he took over, and Smith had his best season statistically and really improved his overall game in 2019. The Titans also have something the Broncos haven't had in years, a great offensive line. If there's any indicator of that disparity, it's that former Broncos, Ty Sambrilo and Aaron Brewer are backups on that unit. The only line in Tennessee I'm more envious of is Mike Vrabel's jawline. The Titans recently released Trevor Simeon Toast Crunch and then added him back to their practice squad. Could have been an X factor for them, but Simeon, will not travel to Denver as part of the practice squad. Stupid move right before they play the Broncos. Simeon could show you all of the secrets of the stadium. Like where he hid Paxton Lynch's brain. Vic Fangio will start his second season as head coach, but this is the first time he will start a season as a head coach without having kidney stones. Laser focus from Fangio equals a perfectly called game from the sideline. And my last Broncos X Factor is a healthy butt. Besides cheeks, Jake will be splitting coverages, acting as a safety net for Drew Locke when shit gets hairy down there. I think butt will be explosive week one. So my final prediction, it would be really hard for me to pick against the Broncos in a home opener on Monday Night Football on a YouTube channel called That's Good Broncos and one of their most anticipated games in recent memory. So I'm not gonna do it. Broncos win this bad boy 33-27. Great game, Titans, but you fucking lost. Thanks for watching the season premiere recap of the Chiefs-Texans game. Again, you gotta subscribe here. Uh, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, 
If you want to follow me for more stupid football takes, and as stupid as my takes are, they're still not as bad as Skip's. Just skip watching Skip. That's what we say.